The holidays are here and it's time to set up those decorations, including your holiday plants. On this episode, we visit Al's Garden and Home to learn how they grow their huge crop of poinsettias, and we get tips on how to care for them in your own home. We also get a preview of their annual Week of Lights event. Garden Time is brought to you by Capital Subaru in Salem, Oregon. Capital Subaru knows the details matter to you, and that's why you chose a Subaru for their top safety ratings and well-earned reputation. Capital Subaru has the Valley's largest inventory of new and used vehicles, but we're so much more than just a great dealership. Check out some of our amazing relaxation spaces, like our Happy Heart Coffee Cart, the Outback Dog Park, or our fantastic Happy Paws Pet Store. It's all here at Capital Subaru, your place to expect the unexpected. Your way, every day, on the Parkway. Welcome to the Garden Time Podcast. We're based in the Pacific Northwest of the United States in a Zone 8 region. This zone deals with plants that can survive in 10 degrees Fahrenheit or warmer. I'm producer Jeff Gustin with your hosts Judy Alaruzzo and Ryan Seeley. Welcome to Garden Time. Today we are at Al's Garden and Home in Sherwood. And this is one of the four stores that Al's has around the Portland, uh, Oregon metro area. And it's the end of October, the beginning of November, and a lot of people are saying that you're rushing the season, but really nobody decorates for Christmas <laughs> when you get to Christmas. So um, actually this is the perfect time. And we're here with Dorothy who grows some beautiful plants um, out at Al's growing facility. And today we're gonna talk about poinsettias or poinsettias. Whichever you prefer. Okay, all right. So, um, and you guys grow a whole bunch of them. And um, I'm going to step aside and run camera and get some tight shots of these beauties. And Ryan and Judy are going to take over. And thank you for being with us. <laughs> okay, sure, no problem. So, Dorothy, the first thing that steps out is the color that are out here. You know, right. you think of poinsettias, and there's a lot of, you know, red poinsettias or right. white poinsettias. But, you know, we have every color <laughs> out here, which is pretty amazing. Right. Uh, breeders have done amazing things over the past, I don't know, I've been doing this for 20, my daughter's 27, so oh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> so for 28 years yeah. I've been involved in this part of it and things have changed a lot over those past 28 yeah. years. Yeah, because you know, even just, you know, the sizing and the colors and the shapes of, you know, the bracts is, you know, there's a little something different. I mean, right. how many different varieties you know, do you, we're, grow? we're growing 25 different varieties wow. and um, I would say maybe 10 of them are red so the other 15 are a variation from that and um, even the red has different variations some have round leaves some have pointy leaves however you want to do it but there is really a poinsettia for everybody there is and you know today you have all these beauties here and they're all fully in bloom and gorgeous but when do these actually start at your facility? So planning starts actually in December for the next December. Wow. So we plan on, um, we look at the new introductions, the new varieties. Our head grower, Jill, she does a lot of research on what is big, what is small, and, and things like that. We look at the consumer demand from the year before and then she plans our program. And she starts doing that in December. She tries to have that complete in January. Yeah. And then we start getting cuttings and things like that. Some of them for our big 10 inch as early as June. Wow, wow, wow. that is a long crop. I mean, you think it about is. pansies or marigolds and those are really fast, but right. these are almost six months. Right. 
Wow. And they are definitely a labor of love. <laughs> so, so when they come in um, this year, it was the hot, hottest part of the year. Of course. And so <laughs> you're worried then, right? right? Because it's too hot and they're little baby cuttings. And then as they're finishing, we're getting into the coldest part of the year. And so then you worry about them then. Are the heaters going to work? Oh. Are the fans going to work? So they are definitely a labor of love. Um, but they are beautiful. You, the, this is a really nice sampling, but you should see what our greenhouse looks like right, right. now. Because yeah. we, we are early in the season. Right. But, and, you know, and it's not one of those that you just take the small little cutting and stick in the pot and kind of walk, walk away from it. Correct. <laughs> you know, Correct. There's, there's some challenges that go along as a, as a grower. There are. As far as you know, lighting. Lighting. And watering and things. Watering. Things in heat. A lot of steps. A lot of steps you take that um, you don't on a pansy or something right, else that has right. a smaller or quicker crop. Right. You know, because, you know, people that have had poinsettias in the past and they try to winter them over and make them come back, <laughs> right. well, get them for, for the next year. You're not really just going to come out and magically color up when you think they're going to. They don't. They are um, what we call photoperiodic. And so they need short days. They need a lot of darkness in order to color up. And when we're talking about coloring up, we're not talking, this, this particular color right here is called this bract. It's not really its flower. The flower is the tiny little center in the middle. Oh, but to get the, these are just green leaves that have colored right. up on top. Right. And you know, when you're planting these in the middle of summer, at the right. hottest, longest parts of the day, <laughs> right. you kind of need to trick them a little bit into those shorter days. So how do, you, do. how do you do that in a, in a greenhouse facility? So we don't have to do everything. The breeders have made them, so um, they are day length sensitive, but their, um, their initiation times are shorter. So that is one thing that breeders have done over That's the past cool. 28 days, mm -hmm. but what, or 28 years, sorry, not days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one thing that we do for these, um, and this is for our event, so that we have them early for our early November, is we do what we call black cloth. And so starting the 1st of September and for the entire month of September, every day at 4 o'clock, we pull black plastic over them to give them total darkness, wow. and then we open it back up at 8 o'clock in the morning. So that extends their the natural night time. And so we do that every day for the month of September wow. on wow. this. And we don't do that on everything. We do that on these to get them ready early. And then the others will let go naturally. Right. That's incredible. So, so if you're purchasing wow. one you know, early in the season, say mm -hmm. in November, is the coloring going to change or... You know, it doesn't uncolor. No, does it, it doesn't it uncolor color. and it will hold its color. One thing that I will say is home care is very important for it to hold its, its uh, color and its health. Um, things like keeping them in a 65, 60 to 65 range in a house, which is kind of cold for a house, right. but um, keeping them at that will extend the life of the bracts of the poinsettias. Yeah. Um, making sure that they're evenly moist and not standing in water. So these we have sitting in a cute little pot cover. Right. But when we go to water these, we're going to take them out of the pot cover and we're going to water them, let the water run through, 
and then set them back in the pot cover once it's drained. So it's kind of like any house plant. I mean, we, you never want house plants to sit in water or right. even outside we right. drainage. So that's really a great thing because I think people kill them with kindness. They overwater yes. them or they put them on Definitely. the fireplace. Right. Or, you know, Martha Stewart always has them right by her fireplace. And that's really a wrong place to put them. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. not a great place no. to put them. And the other place, the Hallmark Channel always has them outside on the front porch. Oh, no. Here yeah, in no. the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> we can't do that. Yeah, it works in Florida, but right. not, not here not in the Pacific here. Northwest. Oh, not here. Good tip. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're watering them, you, you mentioned taking them out of sleeves. Do you need to be careful about getting water on the on the foliage or do bottom water or Ooh. just in the soil? Or what's we like to do just the top of the soil and let it run through. You could let it sit in water, but again, we don't want it and wick up, but again, we don't want it to sit in water for very long. So our recommendation now is to water the top of the soil and let it drain Going through. through. Um, in our growing facility, we have all of these on a drip tube. And yeah. so uh, we don't splash water up on the leaves and things like that. We do the drip water so that it just waters soil down. And you know, you have a great um, little handout when you buy them here. I think that's so nice because it's a nice memory. You put it on the fridge and so you know exactly how to take care right. of them. Or I'm sure you can give a call. We can. This is also on our website. Oh, perfect. And so um, those care instructions are there for people that need that help. But they are, with every poinsettia, they are available at the um, cashier. Ah. And then what about um, being so poisonous? I know that many years ago there was like, oh no, you can't have them in your house if you have kids or pets. And so, right. but there's more research now. There's more research to that. Um, anything can be poisonous, right? So if you eat an entire plant, that could probably give you a stomach ache. And just like if you ate an entire chocolate cake, oh. probably give you a stomach yeah, sure. ache also. But they are not um, poisonous to people or plants. Or okay. sorry, people or pets, pets. not plants. That's good to know because they're just so lovely to have in your house this time of year. I mean, it's such a tradition to have them. So, you know, when somebody's you know coming into the store and looking at poinsettias, what should they be looking for to pick out the perfect poinsettia? Well, that's all going to depend on what they want, right? So um, if it was me, I would look for a big red one because that's what I like for poinsettias. But anything that um, fits your fancy is what you're looking for. If you're looking for a rounded one, you're going to want to look for our Christmas mouse. If you're looking for something that's maybe less traditional, this is a new one for us this year, and this one's called Lemon Glow. Wow. So it's going to just really depend on on what you're looking on, for. And then, you, you know, obviously you don't want them where all the leaves are falling off or they're, well, right. they're which you're not going to find in store. Right. Owls Hopefully, anyway. Hopefully <laughs> we're not finding those, right? Right. Um, so, yes, you want a nice, healthy um, green leaf. The red's leaf is generally darker than most of the lighter colored leaves just by nature. So you can't really compare, say, oh, the red one's super dark and this one's not as. Right. Um, but uh, the lighter colors tend to have lighter leaves, but that is a sign of health. Um, shouldn't be droopy. Um, but other than that, really. And, you know, and there's you know, different ones as far as, you know, some of these look a little bit more compact, a little mm -hmm. more smaller leaves. Right. Will they eventually grow to get bigger or do they tend to stay more compact? They tend to stay more compact. So like I was saying with the 25 different varieties, when she goes through, she plans for ones that will stay in a four inch size. And she plans for a more aggressive 
poinsettia or variety that will go in the six oh. inch size. And then our eight inch would be an even more aggressive variety. Okay. And then our 10 inch is the most aggressive variety that we grow. That makes so. sense. And you even have like little three inch ones, which are so sweet. I we know do. I love them like by, at a table setting. I think they're so cute. And we don't have them today, but you'll have them in your stores probably at any day right. now. Um, the three inch won't be ready because oh, those we didn't do any daylight treatment oh, okay. to. So those won't be ready until closer to Thanksgiving. Okay, they have to but come then, back. Yeah, <laughs> so, but then everything else, we did a little sampling in that black cloth, okay. all the different sizes, um, except for three inch and 10 inch. Oh, okay. So. And some of these other varieties, like this red one you have has really big, we call them bracts now, I've learned something, and the, instead of a flower, it's the colorful bract, but some have very small, like I call them petals or bracts, like mm -hmm. this white one is very unique and it's a bright white. It is. So this is what we have found the whitest poinsettia on the market so far. And it's called actually a princetia. And it's not a poinsettia, it's a princetia. And it is bred for the smaller bracts and a lot of them. Um, this is another sample of the princetia. This one's new this year and I believe it's called Sparkle Rose. And if you um, can look at that from a distance, it looks pink but then you get up close and it's speckled with yeah. the white in it. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of that two-tone color right. and even, you know, it comes pretty spectacular. Right. It's not your grandma's traditional poinsettia. No, right. no. And then this one is totally different. You know, it's not speckled, it's more kind of a splash. Right, and this one's called Picasso. Um, and th what's nice about this, well, with all of these new variations is they were bred from something else, so they can revert. So on some of the Picassos out there, there were some with some real, one real bright red bracket, and then all the rest were speckled like that. Interesting. And so it just has, it goes to go show about the breeding and where they came from and how they evolved from that. Right. But that is what's kind of unique about those and kind of fun. Right. And you know, yeah, now you have, I think you call this lemon glow. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that soft mm -hmm. yellow, but there are some orange ones that they've kind of bred to even extend the season more to be more Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving-y, right? right. And so those, um, again, they will be at our evening of lights and we will have a nice selection of those, but I couldn't bring everything in my car. Right. <laughs> you want all 25 yes. varieties out here. Right. So really like a bright orange, wow. Right. And, and you know, orange, orange. And so like the Oregon um, ducks, not, excuse me, like the beavers, the beaver excuse orange. me, the beaver orange. So right. people that are fans, um, they really right. they really gravitate to that. It's funny to see them when they're in the store. So right. yeah. They get the lemon funny. glow for the duck fans. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There's one for the ducks. That's right. For the ducks and the beavers. So as we're, you know, looking and continuing to bread, you know, there's always new ones mm -hmm. that are coming out on onto mm -hmm. the market and growing. Right. And I'm assuming Al's trials a lot of these new ones every year. We do, and um, not all of them make the cut. Yeah. Um, some of them are easier for us than others, and so we do have a selection that we kind of look at every year, and so from that then we choose what we're going to do right. for the next year, and that's part of Jill's December starting right. plan. Right, yeah, because every breeder that's doing this, they're always trying to improve on things or come up with new colors or right. new shapes or sizes. Right. I think it's important to kind of know that as owls, you guys have gone through and trialed a lot of these and know what works best for you and what works best for your consumer here in, in the Northwest. Right. So the ones that you've picked are tried and true, 
to grow here. Yes, <laughs> and 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 we have tried a lot, and yeah. we have chosen some that weren't so great. Right. Um, but we're really happy with, um, especially this Christmas tree for our traditional um, red, mm -hmm. and it's we gorgeous. do that with a lot of our fundraisers. We'll do this one uh, exactly. because that really is yeah. Nice. That's quintessential. Yeah, that's pretty nice. So you mentioned the evening of lights, and so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to explain why there are apples here and all about the trees that are behind us um, after we hear from uh, Capital Super. We'll be right back. Capital Subaru knows the details matter to you. And that's why you chose a Subaru for their top safety ratings and well-earned reputation. Capital Subaru has the Valley's largest inventory of new and used vehicles, but we're so much more than just a great dealership. Check out some of our amazing relaxation spaces, like our Happy Heart Coffee Cart, the Outback Dog Park, or our fantastic Happy Paws Pet Store. It's all here at Capital Subaru, your place to expect the unexpected. Your way, every day, on the Parkway. For 75 years, Owl's Garden and Home has been a favorite destination of local gardeners. Starting in a small roadside fruit stand off of 99E in Woodburn by Al Biggie, Owl's has grown to four retail locations in the Portland metro area that also includes a huge growing operation near Hubbard. To ensure that you get the highest quality, Owl's grows over 80% of the plants they sell. This fourth generation family-owned business is now one of the most recognized garden centers in the country. Stop by one of our four locations to learn why Owls is the first stop for Northwest Gardeners. And welcome back to Garden Time. We're here at Owls in Sherwood, and we're talking with Dorothy. And we're just finished talking about uh, poinsettias and all the wonderful poinsettias you guys grow. And you mentioned Week of Lights. Uh, for people that are familiar with Owls, it used to be Evening of Lights, but right. it has grown to be so big that all four stores have their own night now. They do. And so um, let's. Uh, I'm going to step back again, and I'll let you guys talk about what is Week of Lights. Okay. <laughs> So Week of Lights is our way of kicking off the holiday season. Um, we have spent a lot of time, our visual team, all of our uh, stores have spent a lot of time getting stuff prepared and set up for Christmas. And it is our way of saying, all right, we've done, <laughs> we've done it. This is what it looks like. Come and see. Oh, it is gorgeous. We're just at one of your stores here and look at every tree is different. Right. And then it's not just the ornaments, there's gifts and there's like table toppers or for your mantle. I mean, it's just a one-stop shop for Christmas decorations. It is. And this originated actually because um, when, when it gets dark in here and it, it is beautiful. It is. I, the lights on so and things like that. And we were the only employees were the only ones that were seeing it when it looked really neat. And so we thought, hey, let's stay open late. Let's open it up and let people wander through and see. And then it just exploded from uh. there. And it's not just the decorations. I mean, it is a party and there, it it's party festivities. So what else goes on? We have live music. We have um, Santa. Mrs. Claus, we have um, food, beverage. Whoa. Um, what else? I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. That and goes the best on that. part is there's a discount. There is a discount <laughs> all day. Um, we're doing 25% off of all merchandise 
Uh, only exception to that one is in our Sherwood location, we have a new wine bar called Sip and uh, we can't do any price reduction on that type of thing. So that is not price reduced, but everything else is, everything. And each of your four locations are all participating in this. Correct. So each location has its own specific day where they will have the line of entertainment and the food ready. Um, all of those days are on our website. I will probably mess it up if I tried to tell you which day is which. <laughs> no worries. Um, but all stores get the 25% off discount starting on Thursday the 2nd and it goes through Sunday the 5th on the different stores, four different stores. Wow, that's So you amazing. could go to each every night, pick a different you store could. and go experience each you of your different looks because they're all relatively different. They are different. They all have the same themes, but each store has its own unique setup and its own unique vibe and uh, they have their own unique little qualities and so I, I don't know. I like going to each and every one right. of them. They're, they're, they're all a little different. bit different, they but they're all, all spectacular yeah. they are. for the evening. Oh, and the train. Oh, my gosh. Oh, right. The trains. I almost forgot right? about the train. For sure. Oh. The trains are really neat to see. And how they each store decorates it a little different. Mm -hmm. And each team kind of gets together and makes this plan and their idea. And they're super excited they about are. their trains that yeah. they set up. It's, and it, it's, the, it's the kickoff to the holiday season. You know, we're, wrap, we're wrapping up with fall and we're kind of thinking, okay, what's next? And this is just a great way to, to get to get started you know, with the poinsettias and the ornaments and the inspiration. Yeah. And it is magical here it at is. night. Oh, it, it is, is really neat to see it at night. Let's see. And so talking about fall, because we have to talk about fall too, but you have apples and apples remind me of fall, but right. they're not just apples like for cider, they're called ice apples. So what is that? They are, um, ice apples came to us um, from one of our grower friends um, up in uh, Wenatchee, Washington. And he used to, he's also an apple orchard or an apple grower. Um, and he used to bring us down bins of apples, um, just as a nice thank you and things like that. And they were the best apples. They were just the best apples. And so my dad had this idea, you know, but, what can we do? How can we promote these and share them with everybody? So these are, we call them ice apples, and they are a Fuji apple, but they are left on the tree until after the first freeze. And in what happens to an apple after the first, or when it gets frozen, is the water core is frozen in there, and they make the sweetest apples ever. They are, they are so good. That's amazing. So good. And I've never seen them anywhere else but at Al's. And really, you tell people you have to try them, and then they're looking for them like the first of September. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 we have to wait till it freezes. Right. And they're like, oh, but I want them today. And it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> and Mark just got a picture from Doug. He said, okay, we had our freeze, and he cut some apples and showed him the apple core. Oh. And what do you think? Good enough? And so. Mark pulled the trigger on that, said good enough, and they will be here for Evening of Lights. Wow. Which last year they weren't, no. which was disappointing right, to right. a lot of people. Because it just depends on Mother Nature It depends and the weather, on the weather. Right? And we just didn't get that early freeze. Oh, yeah, it was year. warm last year. Right, right, right. right. Well, that is amazing. And there's something else going on. I know Al's does so much in the community, and I know it's near and dear to the Biggie's hearts because Rachel Biggie had started working with Soul for Souls, right. and it's still continuing all these years later. Right. So what's going on this year? So this year, um, Rachel, my niece, started it. 
um, or introduced us to Souls for Souls. She did not start Souls for Souls. Oh, that's right. But she introduced us to Souls for Souls. And um, we do food, or I'm sorry, shoe drives for Souls for Souls. And my younger niece, Maddie, kind of took that over for her this year. Um, And she is in a nationwide competition um, to collect as many gently used or new pairs of shoes. And these shoes get donated to um, areas here uh, locally, but also uh, abroad. And they help uh, kids that don't have shoes like that. And they can be any type of, of any shoes. Type. Yeah. Any type of gently used or new shoes. Yes, gently worn. Yeah. Or new. That's remarkable because I know I've been at your stores and there's always people are so generous right. to bring shoes in. And it's right. like such a great thing to do. And, and so if you want to help, you could just bring shoes. Right. Excellent. And you can bring them to Evening of Lights. Oh, and as you're coming in, drop your shoes oh. off and then go. And you, and you have a setup, shopping. you know, all the time. So we do. Have, yeah. They are set up all the time. Um, collection bins. So you can drop them by the stores at any time. But yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you know, so for everybody that's looking for their inspiration as we're changing seasons and you know, we kinda gave a lot of information out, where is the best place for them to kinda keep track of everything that's going on? For, our, for our website has a lot of information on there. It has all the dates for the different evening of lights, um, or the different evenings of each store for the week of lights. And it has the care tips on there. It is a wealth of information. Um, that is our best place. Always call one of the stores. Customer service people are extremely knowledgeable and always willing to help there too. Well, Dorothy, thank you so much. Sure. You know, if you have not been to the uh, Week of Lights, Evening of Lights at any of their locations, really make an effort to go this year because as Dorothy said, it is magical when you come in in the dark and see the entire nurse or garden center lit up. It's just fantastic. And there's so much going on. You mentioned the trains and stuff. So as we mentioned before, for more information, you can always go to gardentime.tv or check out Al's on their social media channels or go to their website. It's uh, it's a magical time of year, and you guys just make it so much, so much better. So, um, we last year we also did a story from Al's talking about Christmas and holiday plants, and so I will put a link up for that oh, where great. we talk about all the different plants, not just poinsettias, um, that you can use to decorate your house over the holidays. So that will be up as well. And don't forget, we got our garden time tour coming up for Spain and Portugal, Portugal. I think that would make a great Christmas gift. Come along with us because everybody has a great time. And so um, thank you so much to Al's and Dorothy sure. for having us. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you on our next podcast and happy gardening. Hi, I'm Sarah with Portland Nursery where our passion for plants has kept us rooted in this incredible community. A lot has changed since we first opened our doors, but through it all, we've remained family-owned and operated, dedicated to providing our neighbors the largest selection of the highest quality plants Portland has to offer. With hundreds of new plants arriving each week, you're guaranteed to find something exciting and unique. Portland Nursery, a passion for plants at 50th and Stark, 90th and Division. Capital Subaru knows the details matter to you. And that's why you chose a Subaru for their top safety ratings and well-earned reputation. 
Capital Subaru has the Valley's largest inventory of new and used vehicles, but we're so much more than just a great dealership. Check out some of our amazing relaxation spaces, like our Happy Heart Coffee Cart, the Outback Dog Park, or our fantastic Happy Paws Pet Store. It's all here at Capital Subaru, your place to expect the unexpected. Your way, every day, on the Parkway. Garden time is on the road again. Join us as we tour Spain and Portugal in September and October of 2024. We start in vibrant Barcelona, where we'll see some of Gaudi's best work, including a tour of La Sagrada Familia Basilica. Then we head to Valencia for a couple of days of touring Roman and Arabian architecture, seeing various markets and a little paella thrown in to tempt your palate. Our next stop is the city of Granada, where we'll take a tour of the famous Alhambra and its wonderful gardens. Then it's on to a couple days in Seville, the cultural capital of Spain. We'll walk through the massive cathedral with Columbus's tomb and enjoy an evening of flamenco. The Moorish city of Cordoba and the Mesquita are next, with its wonderful mix of Spanish and Islamic influences. After this extraordinary stop, we jump on the AVE high-speed train and head to Madrid for a couple days. Our visit to Madrid will find us in the historic center of the city, with stops to see the Puerta del Sol and the Prado Museum. A side trip to historic Toledo, the medieval capital of Spain, is a stop on our way to Portugal. We finish our tour with three days in Lisbon, where we'll tour the palaces and gardens of royalty. Stops here include the Monument to the Discoveries and the Tower of Belém. We also have a day trip to the wonderful medieval town of Obidos. If you'd love to spend more time here, there are extensions available before and after our tour. Local transportation, hotels, and 20 of your meals are included. Book now as these Garden Time Tours fill up quickly. Go to Garden Time Tours on our website and click on the little airplane for more information. And we'll see you in Europe.